96.7. KXFMRadio.org. This disclaimer is a statement notifying listening audiences that any opinions expressed on our shows are not representative of Laguna Radio, Inc., its management, or its board of directors. Hello, this is Craig at KXFM 104.7 Human Crafted Radio. I'm here every Saturday at 9 a.m. with Rainbow Radio, where we discuss the latest news on LGBTQ interests and discuss on this day in history. Every week I have a special guest and we have interviews. Again, Rainbow Radio, Craig, every Saturday.
Good morning, Laguna Beach. This is Craig on Rainbow Radio here. I hope everyone had a fabulous holiday, the first start. And I thought I'd get it out of the way first thing, uh, Christmas music, because, you know, that seems to be what happens just after Thanksgiving. Everyone has to have Christmas music. I, I swear, I was, it was a day before Thanksgiving, and, and, I, and they were playing Christmas music this year. And I thought, well, that's just not right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it, it happens, uh, Christmas music. And, you know, I always think when you mix old music with old memories and a little alcohol, maybe, and old friends that... Something's bound to happen, right? <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, I hear some extra noise in my microphone. I'm not sure what's going on, but um, we'll see. Anyway, um, so I figured let's get that out of the way right off the bat. One Christmas song, that'll be, that's all I'm going to play for this program today. But it's a very good one, Johnny Mathis and Sleigh Ride. You know, every every high school band played Sleigh Ride. I, I don't I don't know of one that didn't. Do you? <laughs> anyway, yes, Sleigh Ride, and it's Rainbow Radio here on this fabulous Saturday morning. I did get together with family, which was wonderful. And um, I I want before I before I mention how nice it was for me, I want to mention that for so many so many people. <laughs> It's a stressful time of year, and it's not necessarily always so fun. Um, so uh, be sure to give an extra smile to someone and, and say hello and be a little more, I don't know, holiday-spirited. <laughs> it goes a long ways, a very long ways. Sometimes you don't Sometimes you don't realize just how far it might go. <laughs> so, yeah, so reach out and, and say hello. I know the uh, not... I got, yeah, it was last Friday. We had, um, not Friday as in yesterday, but in Friday as in the day before, we had a uh, Thanksgiving potluck here in uh, Laguna Beach, and which was for um, the Club Q, which uh, is uh, at this point is not a, the best name to have, uh, as as we all know. Um, so. Club Q uh, was um, well received, and the food was was excellent. And there was more food than everyone, and we had a few little games and whatnot. But it was on last Friday for for two hours at the the center here at Susie Q, and I I felt that it went really well, and uh, I felt we had a, a good crowd. And we're going to do another one uh, for Christmas. And then uh, also, Laguna Beach Pride is going to have uh, a, an event. Uh, we're, we're, we're close to identifying the venue, but we haven't quite yet. And uh, we have rumor that Mrs. Santa Claus might be there with a couple of naughty elves, male and female. So <laughs> this could be fun. This could be the answer to your dreams. So... There's no reason to sit home alone, and as, I, as my friends say, I what I used to say, well, I still say sometimes, what are you doing for Christmas? Oh, I found a can of tuna. I'm going to have a tuna sandwich. <laughs> and sometimes that's what you have to do, you know? That's all there is. <laughs> but I, I didn't this last uh, Thanksgiving, actually, the day before yesterday. I was blessed to see uh, my older brother and my younger brother and uh, my city cousins all in, and families all in the same room. And uh, I'm sure everyone knows this, but as you get older, those family dinners um, that you so much disliked with so much disdain and, oh, we have to get together again, they become um, important. Um, they kind of go full circle. And so it was a wonderful um, holiday in Cumbria, which was, um, I tease my cousin Paul, he's moved into a very exclusive community, you know. You've got to grit your teeth when you say Cumbria. <laughs> no, it's not that pretentious. They were, they, it was very gracious uh, Thanksgiving. Um, we tried a little karaoke and my microphone failed. But aside from that, we had a fabulous time, conversation. So I'm still reeling from the moment. And uh, off us all being together, because as time goes by, you know, 
even your closest brothers and family members and friends can kind of slip into the distance and sometimes it's it's good to bring them all together sometimes not so good but most of the time it is most of the time it is to be selective and have a good time so i hope um this thanksgiving everyone has had uh, a good time and is well fed and um if you aren't um, reach out, reach out and plan on an event that's coming up like the Christmas parties, either the, the Club Q, which is at the Suzy Q or Laguna Beach Pride is going to have a great Christmas party too. So um, there's no excuse um, to sit home alone in the dark and look at the and, <laughs> and live off frozen foods or a can of tuna for that matter. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I won't, I will also say that in the seriousness of the holidays because they're coming up and it's an important thing to discuss that um like i said oftentimes they're very traumatic and for some people it's when they're over they're like oh thank goodness i made it through but we shouldn't feel that way and sometimes we do sometimes we can't help it so i'm gonna i'm gonna mention um a local helpline because sometimes we need help. There's a local helpline. It's 800-273-8255. So please reach out if you're feeling stressed and alone. That's There's someone there to talk to. There's also the Trevor, Trevor helpline, which is a national helpline. Helplines for anyone around the globe, uh, essentially, but mostly in the United States. It's 866 488-7386. That's the Trevor Hotline. And uh, there'll be a friendly voice waiting to hear from you if, if that's what uh, is important. So just remember that. Or you can always get a hold of me. I'll talk to anyone. <laughs> oh, well... That's true. Rainbow Radio, Rainbow-Radio. Craig at Rainbow-Radio.com. I'm serious in that. I'm, I'm not making that lightheartedly, but I'm just laughing because that's what my friends tell me. I'll talk to anyone. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. Now, we get, need to get on to the weather, the weather, the weather. Because after all, some days, that's all we want to know is the weather. So in Laguna Beach, it's sunny. The high is going to be 64, and the winds are south to southeast, 5 to 10 miles an hour. Humidity or humidity is 56%, so we'll keep our youthful appearance all day long. And coming this week, we're spoiled yet again. Well, mostly sunny all week. It says mostly sunny, mostly sunny, mostly sunny, mostly sunny. Yeah, mostly sunny through next Friday. <clears throat> this is a good thing, and highs in the mid-60s. So it's probably not quite beach weather. You could you could press it if you really wanted to, I suppose. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not um, knee deep snow <laughs> and freezing weather. So uh, we are blessed. It's probably perfect shopping weather. Yeah, yeah let's go to Fashion Island and let's just check that all out. <laughs> and but I digress. Um, <clears throat> excuse me um uh, so i'm going to just hit one news article here real quick and then i'm going to take a musical break but um and get you know um it's scary what's going on with what's happened in um colorado springs i i feel i feel like um it's provoked a lot more a lot of sympathy but it's also provoked a lot of visibility and a lot a lot of a lot of nastiness as well so you kind of wonder what's being, what can be done and what is being done. Well, I found this um, YouTube uh, video that's, that's going viral. And it happened in 2018, but it's just really been, the information has really been released because it's been, uh, there's been uh, criminal charges and court proceedings and whatnot. But in 2018, in Amsterdam, for the gay pride, they... Uh, they were concerned that there was going to be um, some bad things happen, like at large any large group gets together. You know, there's always there's always concern, but the LGBTQ component added some added concern. So the authorities in Amsterdam set up a um, 
a system of monitoring it, and they found four in, or six individuals who had actually planned with body bombs and AK-47s and all sorts of weapons. They videotaped them in the process. They videotaped them um, in their training, and they apprehended them on the way to the event, and they thwarted a horrible, horrible uh, experience. So things are things are being done, you know. It's nice that um, it's nice that there are those protections going on out there. I know here, even in Laguna Beach, when um, there were some incidents, and I was running little Main Street bar and cabaret, I discovered that there are a lot of uh, agencies out there that are very close. Their hand on the pulse of the of the situation. And uh, it was very heartwarming to see uh, that those, um, it's sad. It's sad that it has come that has come to that on some level. But um, maybe it's a growing process, you know. And many of the, much of the visibility has been under the radar. And so therefore, um, not harassed, but now that it's being more accepted and more visible, it's being more harassed as well. So maybe the the, the silver lining is that um, in order for that acceptance or the new norm to to let your neighbors get married and not think your family is going to fall apart for some strange reason, <laughs> it's like like it's going to implode because Harry met Fred. <clears throat> I don't think so. It's been around for decades. It hasn't happened yet. Or centuries or eons, let's say. So um, anyway, uh, that's that's my positive spin on it. And as more people are understanding and, compa- and compassion grows and empathy grows, that um, the world will be a better place. That's my Thanksgiving message. So... Oh, let's, let's stick with that. That sounds good. All right. Craig here, KXFM Radio 104.7. We'll take another short music break and be back on the other side with On This Day in, or This Week in History. How about that? Uh, a special shout out to my friend Mario up in uh, LA who has helped me so much. I'm thankful for his friendship and I'm per- particularly his friendship, but. Also, his help this last week in putting this program on for the entire year. Um, he's kind of been behind the scenes and uh, quietly rallies me on and brings me support and says kind things and uh, is uh, has an insightful uh, observation. So he's uh, much a part of this, as much you may not know. But uh, So there you go. Thank you, Mario. What am I going to do without you? Never.
Well, I was going to sing You Promised Me, but sing. I was going to play You Promised Me, but it didn't work. So I will go on to uh, this week in history. It's kind of a short week, I think. You know, no, not really. I thought I was missing a day or two, but I realized that was last week. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right. Prepare yourself. Are you sitting down? November 26th. Um, is that today? Yeah, that's today. I always like to double check because sometimes I'm, you know, <laughs> I make a mistake. We all make mistakes. So uh, we're going way back to 1978. Way back in 1978, ABC airs A Question of Love, a new TV movie about lesbian lovers <gasps> in a custody battle over their children, complete with parental discretion advised. Warning. So it's a battle over their children. There's no, there's no nasty sex. There's no abusive language. There's no, none of that other stuff that is considered unacceptable. The unacceptable part is that they're talking about uh, lesbian lovers in a battle over their children, their children. Hmm. 1978. Things have changed a bit. I hope. See, change is good, as I would think, most of the time. In 2003, in the United States Senate, uh, the federal marriage amendment is introduced by Wayne Allred of Colorado, Sam Brown Black of Kansas, and Jim Bunning of Kentucky, James Inhofe of Oklahoma, and Jeff Sessions of Alabama. Remember those names. Federal Marriage Amendment. <clears throat> in 2003, in the United Kingdom, uh, the Queen's speech, which gives the governmental program of legislation for the year ahead, includes a bill to allow civil partnerships for same-sex couples. 2003, in the UK. That's pretty progressive for 2003. Moving along to, to November 27th on this day in history, in 1970. <clears throat> a very good year in my book. Gay Activist Alliance representatives Marty Robinson and Arthur Evans of the Medicine Society of New York uh, and President Dick List Leitzich appear on the Dick Cavett television program to explain the aims of the gay liberation movement. Wow. And I'll bet they had an agenda. <laughs> they always say, oh gosh. In 1978, Harvey Milk, the San Francisco and San Francisco Mayor George Moscone, or Moscone, depends who, where you are, are assassinated by former supervisor Dan White. And I will say I was witnessed uh, some of the re response to that myself personally in 19 about that's another story in 1980 bosom buddies a sitcom about two young broke out of money on the skids new york men having to dress in drag to live in a low rent but all girls hotel premieres on abc it stars tom hanks and peter peter scolari i remember that that was 1980. <laughs> oh, how we how we go on. Now, now moving along to November 28th. You know, this is a short month. There's only 30 days. We get, we get, yeah. 1977, Aspen, Colorado City Council passes a gay rights ordinance that forbids discrimination, employment, housing, public accommodation, and public services. Oh, that's in 1977. Aspen is pretty progressive for 1977, uh, I dare I say. <laughs> 1988, moving along. Okay, this is Dallas, so <clears throat> be prepared. <clears throat> A Dallas judge sentences the killer of two gay men to 30 years in prison instead of life, because, uh, life sentence because, as he later tells the Dallas Times-Herald, I don't much care for queers cruising the streets. 
The Dallas Gay Alliance joins political leaders across the country in protesting the judge's decision. So, 30 years. Uh, in 1998, in Alston, Massachusetts, transgender woman, women of color, Rita Hester, is murdered. The ensuing candlelight vigil a few days later was attended by 250 people and inspired by Transgender Day Remembrance observed each November 20th worldwide. And we know what happened <coughs> this November 20th worldwide at Club Q in Colorado. Okay, let's not dwindle there. In uh, September, or November 29th in 1933, why we're going way back, close to bankruptcy after repeated Nazi raids and seizures of his publications and property, Adolf Brand, Adolf Brand writes a letter to his followers announcing the end of the homophile movement he has led. In 1984, West Hollywood is the first city in the U.S. to have a city council with a majority of LGBTQ members is incorporated in Los Angeles County. Wow. I, I know a fairly recent history was made in Palm Springs. <laughs> the entire city council was LGBTQ. Hmm. Go figure. <laughs> well, I, that means I guess that they'll, they'll have lots of pretty decorations for Christmas and, and everything. <laughs> Everything will be very pretty in Palm Springs. <laughs> oh, I'm really being bad. Okay, let's see. Moving right along. In, in 2004, without comment, <clears throat> unusual, the Supreme Court of the United States refuses to hear arguments appealing the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court ruling that same-sex marriage must be allowed in that state. In essence, letting the ruling stand. Hmm. So there were arguments against it, and this, the, they said, oh, nonsense, be off with you. You have no power here before someone drops the house on you. And okay, so yeah, that's what they did. In 2007, in Uruguay, it becomes the first Latin American country to pass a national civil union law. See, things, things take time. There's laws, there's legislature, there's... Oh, but now we're going back to now on November 30th, the last day of the month in 1624. Now that's sometime, some time ago. In Virginia Colony, in the Virginia Colony, Richard Cornish has, is hanged for allegedly making advances on a ship's steward. His conviction and execution, angrily contested by his brother and others, is the first to be recorded in the American colonies. Wow. And they documented it. It's amazing that they even documented it. In 1977, Glay, gay playwrights, playwright Terence Rittigan dies in Bermuda at the age of 66. I'm not familiar with his playwright work. In 1989, U.S. city of Columbus, Ohio, adopts a hate crimes bill which includes sexual orientation. And in 1993... The infamous don't ask, don't tell, don't pursue, don't harass policy goes into effect in the United States Armed Forces. In 1995, the U.S. government sponsored advertising targeting gay men debuts on the eve of World AIDS Day. When the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention releases a public service television announcement cautioning men to have smart sex. 95. Well, in 2004, in the case of Foray versus Minister of Home Affairs, the Supreme Court of Appeal in South Africa rules that the common law definition of marriage must be extended to include same-sex couples. Same-sex marriages would not become immediately possible because of limitations of the Marriage Act. In any event, the government took the decision on appeal to the Constitutional Court. That's progress. 
And moving along to December. It's De- can you believe it's December? You know how many <laughs> you know how many days you have left for shopping? Do you? <laughs> have you been naughty or nice? I just hope we get Mrs. Santa Claus. I heard she has a drinking problem. I I, I don't know. I don't know. That's just a rumor, but she might be at the Laguna Beach Pride uh, Christmas party. We'll find out. We'll have to ask her those questions (laughs) with some smart elves, no doubt. Um, But I digress. In 1981... The legislature of the Canadian province of Ontario uh, defeats an amendment which would have added sexual orientation to the Human Rights Code. In 1988, the first World AIDS Day organized by the World Health Organization is held. In 1989, Alvin Alley dies from AIDS-related complications. In 1998, officials in Miami, Florida voted 7-6 to to prohibit discrimination based on sexual orientation in employment and housing. In 2003, the United Kingdom, the Employment Equality Sexual Orientation Regulations 2003 are introduced, making discrimination against lesbian, gay, and bisexual employees unlawful. However, the regulations do not apply to personal pension rights. Oh or to employees of religious organizations. Hmm. Well, well, well. That's kind of reverse discrimination against the churches, huh? Well, they've done a bit of it themselves. Um, I digress. In 2005, the Constitutional Court of South Africa hands down its judgment in the case of Minister of Home Affairs versus Foree, declaring that it is unconstitutional for the government to allow marriage, for the opposite-sex couples, but not for same-sex couples. Wow, in South Africa, the judgment is suspended for one year to allow Parliament to rectify the discrimination. I wonder if they ever rectified it. That's the thing, though. Got buried in the rectification files. <laughs> oh, now moving on to September, or December 2nd, the last day of the week. On this week in review and history... In 1964, in New York, a gay man, uh, four gay men and lesbians picketed a lecture by psychoanalyst espousing the model of homosexuality as a mental illness. The demonstrators were given 10 minutes to make a rebuttal. Love to hear the rebuttal. In 1978, Harvey Milk's ashes were scattered by his friends over the Pacific Ocean. In 1979, Martin Sherman's bent about the Nazi persecution of homosexuals starring Richard Gere and David Dukes opens on Broadway and runs for 241 sessions. Perfs, P-E-R-F-S, perfs, and that's a term I've not heard, a theater term, I suppose. Oh, that's short for performances, I'm sure. Why can't they spell performances? But I guess they like to say perfs. Okay, <clears throat> moving right along. I'm real quick on those things. Have you noticed? In 1990s, I quit it. 1997, David Cantana becomes the first openly gay or lesbian person. They don't know which he is, I guess. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, to be elected to the City Council of Washington, D.C. Okay, in 1999, in the case of the National Coalition of Gay and Lesbian Equality versus Minister of Home Affairs, the Constitutional Court of South Africa extends spousal immigration benefits to partners in permanent same-sex relationships. 1999, pretty progressive. In 2013, the first official day that LGBT couples in Hawaii, both residents as well as tourists, can marry in the Aloha State. 2013, they tried to get it earlier than that, but there was a lot of money spent in the lovely island state to make sure that it was defeated. And I could go on forever on that one, but I won't. We will, we will consider that subject moot at the point at this point. Now, where is my mouse? And. And I'm unanimous in that. Short music break here. 
Hit you up late at night, all I want is to get high Feel the wind hit my hair, I need to feel alive Up all night by your side, I'm not preoccupied Through the dark, feel so good, no one but me Well, I'm still on a learning curve there. <laughs> you promised me. I can't get you promised me up loud enough. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, folks. So anyway, um, the news now. Let's get on to the news because I don't have much time. I got 15 minutes, probably 10 minutes at best and a couple more songs I wanted to play. So I, try, I went through the news yesterday thinking, let's do some news that is, um, that's happy. And let's say again, this is KXFM 104.7. It's the holidays. It's the first uh, time I played a Christmas song <laughs> as we charge into Christmas. Thank goodness Black Friday is over. Um, you can still shop, I suppose, on Saturday. <laughs> um, I, did, I did order something from Amazon. I, I mean, it's the American thing to do, right? Order something somewhere, buy something, contribute to the economy. And I did do that. Not much, just, just a tad. And um, so I, I'm I'm good for the rest of the year now. I do, do haven't done my Christmas shopping, but um, it's so much easier, you know. Especially when people live far away, like our family's so spread out, you just get their address and send it out. <laughs> you don't even have to pack and ship it, you know, and run to the post office and fight the crowds and all that stuff that we do, we used to do, but. Um, and there's so many crazy, thoughtful things you can find these days. Anyway, I digress. Let's let's go um, in Germany. 
This is a good one. Germany launches a plan to protect LGBTQ rights. Good on you, Germany. German government on Friday unveiled a plan to protect sexual gender minorities from discrimination, including a bid to anchor their rights in the Constitution. Whoa. Imagine that. In the Constitution. Sven Luman, the government's commissioner for LGBTQ affairs, said... It was a historic day. Yes, indeed. He has presented the plan at a press conference in Berlin. The move marks the first time Germany has adopted an interdepartmental strategy. 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 I suppose that would be something like um, in Congress where we have both sides coming together. I don't know. At the federal level to protect diversity and the rights of the LGD, of LGBTQ. BTQ people, he said. The plan has six strands, including legal recognition for so-called rainbow fa- rainbow families. <laughs> oh my goodness, how wonderful! Whose makeup differs from the traditional family setup? Well, there you go. Good on you, Germany. They plan to protect LGBTQ rights. All right, and now moving on, traveling around the globe to Belgium. <laughs> Belgium bans. Conversion therapy for LGBTQ people. This is good news. Belgium is banning conversion practices, a pseudoscientific, I'm glad they identify it for what it is, practice of trying to change someone's sexual orientation or gender identity to align with heterosexual or cisgender norms for members of the LGBTQ community. Announced uh, Secretary of State for Gender Equality, there's a Secretary of State for Gender Equality. My, in Belgium, that's a new office. <laughs> Equal Opportunity and Diversity, Sarah Schultz. Good on you, Sarah. <laughs> Although Bel- Belgium is regularly, regularly regarded as a model for LGBTQ rights due to its extensive legislative arsenal, conversion practices often referred to as conversion therapy, which is considered a misnomer by medical professionals, as it does not constitute a legitimate form of therapy. We're not yet officially banned in the country, but now they are. Good on you, Belgium, and good on you, Sarah Schultz, for standing up and doing what I personally feel is the right thing. Yes, sirree. Moving along at back home to the United States. Yes, hang on to your seats, folks. (laughs) Rainbow wave in the U.S. midterms lifts LGBTQ hopes, but battles lie ahead. Uh, Well, we have to be a bit pragmatic about it, I suppose. A rainbow wave that lifted record numbers of LGBTQ candidates to victory in the U.S. midterms is a promising sign of growing acceptance. But tough legislative fights fights still lie ahead in many Republican-controlled states, Rights campaigners said, even as Republicans gained a slim majority in the House of Representatives, the absence of predicted red wave could act as a buffer against anti-LGBTQ legislation in the new Congress that will be sworn in on January 3rd. The Democrats in the House and Senate have been our firewall, said Zeke Stokes, a political consultant and the former chief programs officer at the LGBTQ advocacy group GLAD. Well, let's take the bitter with the sweet there, I guess. Um, And now we're moving along to Argentina in South Africa. South America, excuse me. Wrong continent, Craig. (laughs) Boy, you're... Uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina. Fubu Olomido, Olomido is so nervous about clubs and restaurants in Paraguay that the night before... That before a night out, she often contacts one to make sure that she'll be let in and won't be attacked or harassed. Olmido doesn't know if she can go out in public safely because daily life is hard for transgender people in the capital. Now a group of allies in Latin America is trying to make life better. And there come the mothers. (laughs) By changing minds of this socially conservative and openly 
often highly religious region. Founded in 2017, the Latin American movement of mothers of LGBT plus children, they lobby governments to eliminate prejudicial laws and better enforce existing bans on violence and discrimination. I Motherhood is fabulous. <laughs> it's a difficult fight that will require patience and years of effort, but the mothers are working together to help others in their position and function as a refugee for LGBTQ children whose families are not supportive. Good on those mothers in Argentina, in South America, not Africa. I digress. <laughs> and moving along, and this is not po very positive news, clear spikes in anti-trans rhetoric sets the stage for violence like Colorado Springs shooting experts say. Be careful. Be careful. We must bring light where there is darkness and love where there is hate. That is quote from Craig Cooley as I posted on Twitter and wherever I could post it this last week. Um, so the article reads... A rapid increase in recent anti-trans and anti-gay rhetoric and protests set up violence like the overnight murders in Colorado Springs Club Q. Political scientists and activists trying to keep their communities safe say. Anti-LGBTQ protesters spurred by the conservative media that claims youths are being groomed or mutilated uh, to create larger trans community communities have targeted exactly the kinds of all-ages drag shows and Sunday brunches Club Q had promoted for Saturday night and Sunday morning. These experts say Sunday is a national transgender, is national transgender remembrance for those impacted by violence and discrimination. I wonder if that was part of the planning. Well, I wouldn't give them that much credit, but if you recall, last week... Uh, just before this happened, when I was on the program, I was touting about how this was, um, Sunday was Transgender Remembrance, right? The 20th. And here we are on the 26th, a week later, and this has struck horribly. So, what can I say? Not much on that one. Anyway, don't forget that uh, uh, if you, on KXFM 104.7 uh, or Rainbow-Radio, you can always get a hold of Craig at rainbow-radio.com and send me a message. I'd love to. And if anyone you feel needs to be on the program or if you have music requests, be sure to, to um, send them in to me and um, we'll get you on the air. Um, or you can call in, or you can zoom in if you so desire. It's all up to you, uh, and we are here. Now, um, There again, I'm going to repeat some of the events that I did at the top of the hour, so uh, uh, fair warning. Uh, Laguna Beach Pride on the 11th of December, which is a Sunday, or is going to have their Holly Jolly Social, <laughs> at which we hope... Uh, Mrs. Santa and a couple of her elves will be there of both sexes <laughs> and um, and music and some fun fun gifts and things going on quite an agenda but we'll uh, we'll uh, identify this week the uh, location and if you've subscribed to Laguna Beach Pride dot org's uh, mailing list you will get notification of that so if you haven't go please go to uh, lagunabeachpride.org and uh, at the top of the main page there it says subscribe and just click that and, and drop in your email there and you'll get all the latest information anyway that's December 11th which is a Sunday and so uh, and it's early so you don't have to <laughs> It's from four to eight, so it's four hours long. So it's it's uh, an early Sunday event. It's no late night stuff. It's it's easy. It's an easy peasy thing. Yeah. So, and then Club Q, which is associated with 
the Susie Q in the senior center is also having a white um, elephant Christmas where you buy a $10 gift and there's an exchange, but there's a twist on it. I won't tell you all of the details about it, but that's coming up. Um, and I don't have the date on that, but if you go to uh, clubqlaguna.org, um, all the information is there on that one as well. So there's things to do. If you um, don't want to sit home and have a can of tuna for Christmas or, or New Year's, and in my case, my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I have Christmas, my birthday, and then New Year's. And, you know, by, by the time they're all wrapped up, I am I am exhausted, yes. So what can I say? So my hour is just about up. I'm going to play uh, a Take Me Home song. And I will be back here next week again. I don't have any guests lined up um, during the holidays. They're all too busy. They're getting their Christmas shopping done. What can I say? And that's not a bad thing. (laughs) Love you all. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll have more news next week. Get your shopping done. Um, Don't be afraid to invite people over. If all your dishes are not clean and all your linen is not out and your house is not in order, the important thing is to have that conversation and, and Share your love with your friends. Um, Irma Bombeck said that. Do you have any regrets, Irma Bombeck? Yes, I regret that I didn't entertain more and was too worried about not having the proper setting. So forget all that brouhaha stuff. (laughs) And when you see someone on the street, give them a smile. Maybe a pat on the back if there's someone you know. That would be good. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Here we go. Size to quit his job.